Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Rewind, the podcast that rewatches, reviews, and learns that recon means to look around for every movie, show, and one-shot in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm Tony Camarena. And I'm Al Rodriguez. And you can follow us on Twitter at MCU underscore Rewind. And you can rate us on whatever podcast app you have that allows ratings, I guess. Um, and I guess after that rambling, and I have no way to end the sentence, period. Uh, this episode we are covering Agents of the S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 8, The Laws of Inferno Dynamics. Original air date, December 6, 2016. Oh, it was so long ago. Alright, here's the uh, description of what happens in this uh, episode that is not a season finale. Um, although I guess it is a mid-season finale, in, in a uh-huh. sense. Yeah. Alright, anyway. <clears throat> Eli Morrow is working on something. S.H.I.E.L.D. finds the building Morrow is hiding out in, so they send in the big guns, the people with powers. But a trap was set, and Yo-Yo barely made it out alive. Robbie goes in alone, and Morrow impales him. And then Morrow learns that he can live through that. Director Mace talks to Radcliffe and wants to use Ada to help bring Morrow down. The S.H.I.E.L.D.ies figure out Morrow is taking energy from somewhere... And that is causing the earthquakes. The the earthquakes get stronger as the episode goes on. After the inevitable fight ensues, Ghost Rider takes Morrow and they both disappear. After absorbing the earthquake energy, Daisy has to leave, which inadvertently reveals to the world that she is working with S.H.I.E.L.D. again. After successfully helping S.H.I.E.L.D., Director Mace tells Radcliffe his LMB program can't continue, but all the work must be done at S.H.I.E.L.D. Ada is revealed to have taken Agent May prisoner and replaced her with an LMB. Opening up so many questions in my mind. Yes. Is yeah. your first one, when did that happen? Yes. Okay. All right, we'll get to that we'll argument, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So, um, fast facts. On your left. Uh-huh, on my left. Got it. Your work, it's too slow. I'm sorry, we all don't have super speed. Oh, this isn't about super speed. This is about your turtle speed. You didn't see that coming? Tony, what do you have? Um, of course, the title is a reference to the laws of thermodynamics, and uh, that's what um, Eli thinks he's breaking, because the one of the laws of thermodynamics is you can't create or destroy matter. But he is pulling matter from another dimension, so they're infernodynamics, because I guess he's pulling him from hell. Uh, Maybe. Okay. Yeah. The, the I guess the place where the ghost writer in last week's episode said he has been to before and doesn't want to go back. Yeah. And then like Dante's Inferno um was about Dante going through hell. So Yeah, makes sense. Mhm. Yeah. Um we also see the same reporter at the beginning and end of the episode uh reporting from out of Los Angeles. They um have the same actress and same character in uh as a news reporter in episodes of The Runaways. So we're not going oh. into why. I'm assuming something happens there. <laughs> but 
does someone run away? Um, strangely enough, we'll talk about that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, we also get Coulson saying towards the end that he wishes that Daisy was the face of S.H.I.E.L.D. or the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. And she goes, you know, kind of ham-fistedly says, maybe in the comic book version, ha ha ha. But in the (laughs) comics, Daisy Johnson is the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. after Fury retires. Yeah, well, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. gets a handful of directors at some point. But yeah, she's one of the people who uh, gets it at some point. I feel like Maria Hill probably at some point was Mm -hmm. director. Um, Tony Stark was director. Oh, that's right. Norman Osborn. Um, Yeah. That was a whole separate event. Yeah. Well, he was Uh, director of Hammer, wasn't he? Which was essentially S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, okay. Maybe he combined them or, or something. But yeah, I think you're right. I guess he was he was Hammer. Anyway, uh, but yeah, I uh, I remember her being because uh, this was at a point when I was reading the comics, and I remember her being uh, director of Shield, and I think, but I, I never like I never read how she became director and all that kind of stuff. But if I remember correctly, she was a pretty good uh, director, uh, although mm-hmm. she was always a bit more hands on, like she wanted to do stuff, field agenty type of things. But yeah, yeah. And then also in the comics at this time, they started writing the character before they knew that she was Daisy Johnson. So we also have Sky as a separate character in the comics, which is a little confusing. <laughs> eh, oh well. Yeah. Um, they talk about the Demon Core, which was a real thing. Um, in real it was life? In real life. Oh, that's right. And, uh, um, Fitz explains it. Okay, yep. <laughs> Yeah, during the Manhattan Project to create the atomic bombs, there were three demon cores. Uh, the first two were put in the two bombs that uh, nuked Japan, and the third one was like, in case we need a third bomb. But it, it actually killed two scientists before they really understand how dangerous radioactivity was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then finally, we have superhero landing number 77, when Daisy explodes into the sky and then lands. And that's it. That's my fast wax. <laughs> All right. Cool. Well, in that case, let's move on to the heroes section. It is one thing to question the official story and another thing entirely to make wild accusations or insinuate that I'm uh, a superhero. I never said you were a superhero. Didn't? Mm-mm. Well, good, because that would be outlandish and uh, fantastic. Maybe it's enough that the world thinks I'm a hero. I saw you. You're a hero. Like, a for real superhero, which is, I'm not like a groupie stalker type. But... Tony, do you have a preference of where you want to start? No, we can we can go anywhere. I have, uh, I'm trying to limit myself on notes. Uh, <laughs> so, I, I, I do this after every movie we cover. I feel like I have way too many notes for the movie, so the next few episodes are light. So wherever you want to start. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, well, then in that case, um, let's start with the, uh, I guess the, uh, it, it, it's so difficult because now we have so many intertwined storylines. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Let, let, um, let's start with basically the um, powered people who go in and try to take down Morrow first. So um, let's go with Yo-Yo. Why not? She's probably a good place to start. Alright. Um I like how real okay, so it's super unrealistic to me earlier in the season when Yo Yo, who only spoke Spanish, 
couple months goes by, and she's pretty fluent in English. She's a fast um, learner. She is. She's very fast. Uh, um, I feel that, to kind of walk that back a little bit, I like how she didn't understand what the word recon means, because it's not a word you'd really know when you're learning English. It's not one of those ones that, like, biblioteca, <laughs> that they would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Got, uh, throw in the uh, military type of stuff that uh, isn't going to be on um, whatever app it is you're using to learn a language. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm wondering for I want to know this from any of our listeners who English is not their first language. Um, does everyone know how to say library in English, or is there some other word that they use for every English class across the world? Because <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, biblioteca is the one word everyone knows. <laughs> Um, yeah, other thing that I liked about Yo-Yo, like, so her powers, like, I know that they gave us a storyline reason why her powers are, are different, or at least, like, how fast she can go is different, um, so that, you know, Mm -hmm. they can use that for the storyline, um, but is, it is interesting at least being able to see, you know, a difference, right, because at the beginning of the episode, when she's moving fast and she, but, you know, basically blows up the, that area and everything ignites. Um, you know, I I feel like she's not moving as fast as later in the episode when she runs in and, you know, does her thing for that big fight uh, with uh, mm. Moro and the gang. I'm wondering if that they would justify that by saying uh, it's how fast her heart is beating at the time. Yeah, that, that's like, what they said, yeah. Well, I mean, like, if your heart beats faster, can you run faster? Or if it's going slower, can you run faster? Because I know the length you can run, or that yo-yo can run, is based on, like, the amount of time between heartbeats. Hmm. But, like, does it affect it if her heart is, like, going a mile a minute or if she's calm? That's a good point. Huh. I guess they never said what direction it is, right? They just said based off of her heartbeat. So, hmm. I get it. It makes it feel like if her heart is beating faster, then she would go less distance. Yeah. Logically, that makes sense. Yeah. Not sure if that's how it works. Because <laughs> these aren't always logical. That's true. Or maybe what she meant to say, because, you know, when she was saying it, she wasn't great at English. Um, uh-huh. Maybe she was like, yeah, the faster my heart is is beating, the further I can go. Yeah, or maybe the faster she moves. Because it does seem as if in the final battle she was going faster than she was um, in her first reconnaissance. Yeah, exactly. Like, in the final yeah. battle, she's... Like it's basically everyone else around her is frozen type of thing. Yeah. Uh, versus, they were, you know, at the beginning, things were not frozen because you know she is splashing that substance. She was in the beginning. She was MCU Quicksilver. At the end, she was X Men Quicksilver. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I just love Yo-Yo's character. How she's just like she Max telling her that. She can't go. 
and she's she speaks up because I guess she can speak for herself. <laughs> I'm just like, yeah, you tell you tell him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and that's that's her character, right? She's a. Yeah. Uh, 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 I don't want to say hothead. She's a she's independent. There we go. <laughs> Are you about to say she's a fiery Latina? It's <laughs> no, okay. We're both not, Mexican but... people. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say, but <laughs> I I could see people saying that. Yes, like you, for example, yeah. saying it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, that that's it. That's all I've got for her. I don't know if you've got anything yep. else. Nope, that's all I have to, as well. Okay, well then we'll move on to the next character um, in the the gang of three, I guess. Uh, uh, Daisy. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets a new power. She can sense and absorb earthquakes. So I wasn't completely sure. Is that a power she like has, or is it because of the gauntlets she was wearing, or a combination? I... I don't know. This is the first time she can... And she's surprised that she can sense earthquakes. Okay. Um, I also misunderstood until the end. I thought she was, like, counterquaking. Like, using her own energy to, like, like, quake to, like, equalize the earthquakes that were happening to Zamara. But then it, she has to burst up into the air, so she was actually absorbing them. Yeah, that's what I thought too, counterquaking, but yeah, they they do actually have a couple of lines in there that do make it sound like she's absorbing them. So and and it kind of sounds like the gauntlets are also helping absorb it. So maybe maybe it's a combination of the two, like her powers yeah. with the gauntlets, they're like this is a thing cuz I don't remember this, you know, until rewatching the episode. I don't know mm-hmm. if this ever comes up again in any other Agents of Shield episode. I don't know if that happened either. I actually thought, because I remember her bursting up in the air, but I thought that was in the season five finale, which I'm not going to get into why, but. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. Hmm. Yeah, I did not remember it being part of this. Um, yeah, I don't think this ever happens again. All right. Well, let's just assume it never does. Okay. <laughs> It doesn't. Yeah. Um. At the end, when she rejoins Shield, she gets her lanyard, which is <laughs> nice. Yay! Uh, do you remember what the color was? Was it blue? It was blue. Oh. Okay, I didn't write it down, and no one will ever know what that means. Nope. Um, <laughs> I do like kind of the symmetry of, um, when Shield fell. It was the day she got her badge for the first time. And now S.H.I.E.L.D. is re-legitimized. So she gets a lanyard. It's not as good as a badge, but this S.H.I.E.L.D. isn't as good as the original S.H.I.E.L.D. So <laughs> That's true. Uh, no Nick Fury. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, no Avengers. Uh, oh, that's true. Well, I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. was... Or Avengers were never part... Oh, I guess, yeah, Cap was. And Hawkeye and Black Widow. Okay, yeah, yeah alright, fine. Like half of the original <laughs> Avengers. <laughs> <laughs> alright, okay, yeah, there you go. Um, that's true. But, in theory, less Hydra. In theory, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> we don't know. That's true. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah, but on the other hand, we have, they have May 
which is at least better than Hawkeye. <laughs> oh yeah, easily. Yeah. I think as good. I would say she's as good as um as Black Widow. Although we'll we'll never. Who knows if we'll ever see Black Widow's solo movie? Maybe she has more badass stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. Considering that that uh, Black Widow g- gets her own movie and the other stuff we see her do, like May really good. I I think May can take on Daredevil. Not sure about her her uh, being on the same level as Black Widow. Very close. I, maybe when she was Black Widow's age, she'd be better than Black Widow. That's a good point. There is an age difference too. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. I. I guess I. I could see. Um. You know. After. Um. You know. After her divorce with Andrew. Um. Mm-hmm. You talking about May? You know. Um. Maybe things went, uh, you know, if things had gone in a different direction, maybe she would have just traveled the world killing bad guys instead of still working for S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, there you go. I, I could easily see her doing that instead of uh, Hawkeye, which would have been really interesting if she stayed in that world and then Hawkeye did the same thing. And then one day they met and they were like, what's up? And then that was it. And then went their separate ways. Yeah. They totally know each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. They've been yeah. at the company picnics. <laughs> Shield has a lot of company picnics. I don't know why. It's like every other week. So I know. Mm-hmm. And they get all the Shield agents, even the ones who are undercover and stuff. They've blown a lot of, um, of uh, <laughs> secret identities that way. Yeah. Well, you know, mandatory work <laughs> retreat. Like, oh, great. And no yeah. one wants to go to them, too, because... They're usually dry, like not on purpose. It's just there's so many people, so like, uh, it's true. All right, um, <laughs> I guess I'm done talking about Daisy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's where we were. <laughs> and I actually don't have any notes about May, so I'm glad I got to talk about her. <laughs> yeah, same here. Um, I guess <laughs> the only thing to talk about, uh, unless you want to throw this in with uh Ada later, or do you want to do that um. Now? I had that with Ada. All right, then then we'll wait. Maybe oh. that's why I didn't have any notes about May because May wasn't in this episode except for the last scene. <laughs> All right, yeah, I didn't actually realize that until just now. Yeah, neither did I. Uh, no, she did. She she had a couple one liners here and there. Um, at one point, Phil says well, to her that that uh, they're definitely going to open that bottle of I don't remember what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, neither do I. Um, but was that May or was that Robo May? Yeah, we have no idea. Yeah, I have an idea. We'll get okay. there when we talk about Ada. All right. <laughs> all right. Then in that case, all right. So we're done with, uh, I guess three characters. <laughs> all right. Let's move on yeah. to uh, let's move on to Robbie since he's still at least in the uh, super powered section of mm-hmm. people who tries to bring down Morrow. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to start. Yeah, um, this Robbie guy, he's not a thinker, is he? <laughs> <laughs> nope. No, he's not. I mean, it's a good thing Morrow stopped him, because apparently if he did touch that thing he was about to touch, um, L.A. would be gone. Yeah. I mean, uh, like, he sees a glowing box where your uncle, who's turned evil, and is also a scientist and also has superpowers. You just go into that box... <laughs> yeah, that's it's, like the thing you stay away from. 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, he could have just written the word trap on it and Robbie would have still walked in. <laughs> in both English and Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Throw German in there just to be safe. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I also like that he gets pinned there and stabbed through the um, the chest. And what he does is he proceeds to threaten the guy who just magically stabbed him and gets stabbed more. <laughs> yeah. Which, by the way, um, his uncle didn't know he would live through that. He just stabbed him. Oh, yeah. So he's he's definitely over the deep end there, not caring about family and all that. Well, he he also said that the uh, radioactivity would have killed a normal person like 10 times over or something like that. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. So, and he knows he's a ghost writer. <laughs> <laughs> How so else he wants he to kill lived? him. Okay, alright, that's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's about to get out with the chain, and then he decides to sacrifice himself into another dimension with Eli. Yeah, and he, and he takes the box, too. Yeah? I guess, um, or was that no, part of No, no, he doesn't. Ada does because she's building the portal below it. Mm, that's right. Okay. He pulls. He knows. The, um, Robbie knows the plan, so he decides to sacrifice himself in the box with Eli and just pull them all down. Okay. All right. That makes sense. And then yeah. he probably gets that later because you know, Ghost Rider. Yep. Yeah. That's all I have for Robbie. <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, you know, this is one of those episodes where every character is doing something, so you know, yeah. we only get a few few things here and there. Um, unlike when we eventually cover Infinity War, when we will have, you know, a half hour minimum for every character. Plus, they've got interactions, and, you know, that's going to be separate, I, so, yeah. I was listening to uh, former guest of the show, TK's podcast today about Infinity War, mm-hmm. and I was thinking... We need when we get there. We really need to reevaluate our structure because <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, I I still think MST3K style. Um, yeah. we each get some like a known amount of pauses and things, and I I think I think that's a a way to go. But uh, yeah, we'll get there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll think about it. It's still a few years off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Alrighty, uh, so that's Ghost Rider. Uh, God, I don't know where to go next. Fitz, Fitz and Simmons—they—they they both do stuff together this episode. They do. I have one note for Fitz. <laughs> Nothing he... for Simmons. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, know, I think you Fitz? know what it is already—that he doesn't like magic or clowns mm-hmm. with knives. Therefore, he must hate Pennywise, <laughs> who is a magic well, clown. <laughs> okay. To be fair, who likes? clowns with knives like enjoys um, them yeah no one <laughs> exactly exactly well i mean i wouldn't say no one they're the the clown with the knife probably is a fan of it <laughs> uh i don't know if it ever looks in the mirror we're not sure <laughs> <laughs> people who dress up as clowns and has not have knives aren't very self-reflective people so they probably don't yeah uh, there we go that makes sense they, they pick up the knife on the way out because yeah. you know you still got to do the makeup or have a friend do it for you <laughs> they just look at, it's just a clown at this point so it's okay <laughs> then you then you like 
put some red somewhere to like look like blood i guess i don't know i've i've never seen it so i don't know what penny like i've seen the commercials but uh pennywise doesn't actually have a knife he eats children oh okay is that where the balloon comes in is the balloon for eating the children yep that's exactly where it is okay i love those movies i mean you know i'm a huge stephen king fan Uh and it's it's the most true to the spirit of a stephen king book of the the two new um it movies, okay. How how was the sequel? Was was the sequel part of the books? I I thought yes. that it was just a completely made up thing. Oh okay. No the um the books is told um like one chapter is him as a kid and the next chapter is him as an adult and going back and forth and back and forth. So um what they did was um split up the all the kid stuff and put that in the first movie and split up all the adult stuff and put that in the second movie. Oh okay. Yeah, which the adult, the second one wasn't as good, but also it's pretty common knowledge for King readers that the the children's stuff is also the more interesting stuff in the book. So it makes it's it's very true to the book. (laughs) (laughs) Gotcha. Okay. Oh, cool. Yeah. I recommend. I know you probably won't watch it, but I recommend. Probably not. I do have a handful of other horror type movies on my list and i'm not big on horror movies so yeah this is definitely going to be uh a while if ever so yeah but you know halloween is the saturday for us um so maybe i'll watch one of them yeah nope <laughs> after, after we were done recording this my wife and i are gonna watch the shining because we watch it every year before halloween oh nice and then dr sleep which was a sequel and it's very good hmm. all right um anything else for fits uh no i mean the you know he says he doesn't like magic and um i don't know he doesn't get a lot of exposure to magic that's not fair right like he he's got the dark hold so far and then the 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 ghost people that's not too much and, like, I'm and sure a he, rage hmm? stick a couple years ago a stick of rage all right is, I mean, is that magic or i mean it says guardian i don't I guess I don't know where we draw the line between magic and science we don't understand yet. There is no difference. That's the problem. But also, Asgardian stuff is magic. (laughs) Okay, alright. So Fitz just doesn't like science he doesn't understand. He he wants to learn about it first. Yeah, I mean, uh, he would do the same thing as Doctor Strange. Also, I think Fitz would uh, become evil. (laughs) If he I think, I think you give you give Fitz any power, he becomes evil. <laughs> Why? Because he's too emotional. Ah, uh, okay. He is very emotional. All right. Yeah, and he doesn't think things through before he does them. That's true. He would be a bad chess player, or really good, because he is very smart. He probably already knows a bunch of moves. Sorry, I got yeah. into chess recently, and I've just like been thinking about it a lot. Cool. <laughs> <Yep>. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where that came from, but anyway. <laughs> uh, Coulson? Um, comes in unarmed to give the chain to Robbie. That's to, what I got. To get him out? I, I, didn't, I didn't fully understand. I guess his plan was to be able to make it tomorrow, because he knew if he came in unarmed, the henchman mm-hmm. would take him there, and then he'd be able to at least try and get yeah Robbie. Okay. i mean 
And then I think the plan was to get Robbie out, mm-hmm. and then Robbie has his weapon because he likes that chain. Okay. Um. So why did so? Okay. Um. So when Coulson gives everyone the signal, everyone starts fighting, meaning that everyone made it in. Also, like they didn't have to be dragged <laughs> in without weapons. Why? Why could it? They have just done that, and he could have also gone in with a weapon. Well, it, it, I uh, I actually wrote down that he came in to give him the thing, um, the chain, and as a distraction. I think he was getting everyone's attention on him so everyone could get in position. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Cool. Yeah. Huh. Um, yeah, and then then he knew Johnny Blaze at some point. He reveals. Wait, what? I missed that. Um, at the end. When they're talking about what to do with the car, going to give it to Gabe or something, um, he says, um, he tells Daisy that, yeah, he'll be back. The last Ghost Rider came back. Oh. Uh, hmm. You're not talking about, like, the fact, well, I guess he doesn't know, or maybe he doesn't. He might know his, uh, his story about him becoming the Ghost Rider. Uh. About Robbie's story, I mean. Well, yeah, but he doesn't know that the last Ghost Rider went to hell. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So we'll see Coulson in that spinoff. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> ah, God, Coulson and the Ghost Rider. Just, yeah. I, I, it'd be a cool buddy cop movie, TV show. <laughs> I mean, Marvel's not against bringing back Coulson for their movies. Because they That's did it in um, Mar- in Captain Marvel. That's true. It's cheaper than bringing in um, Samuel L. Jackson. It's true. Except for they've got Samuel Jackson under like ridiculous contracts. Yeah, Any breakdown <laughs> after after um the first Avengers movie, he signed a contract for nine films. And you break oh, down wow. how many films he's been in. Okay. Well, I mean, he's only ever in like a couple of scenes, except for Captain Marvel. But everything else, it's only like. Oh, and I guess Spider-Man Far From Home, which I and, <laughs> and um because it and Winter Soldier because it was after the first Avengers movie. Yeah, he had a big part in that too. All right, well, damn. All right, never mind. Uh, did you hear that they're making a Nick Fury Disney Plus show? <gasps> no. Yes. Oh God. Um, after it's, we record, it, I'll find the link. Yeah. Okay. All right. I have so many. Oh, it's even better. It's not going to be like. <laughs> A prequel. I was. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Yeah, they know. All right. Okay, Tony. We we should just stop recording now. I, I just <laughs> that. Um, we're not going to. All right, fine. But to, um, to the... taunt you, I will put the link in the chat. Oh, you <laughs> son of a! All right. <laughs> All right. I'm done talking about Colson. Who have you got next? <laughs> <laughs> um, do I have anyone next? Like honestly, I, I didn't write I... down a lot of notes for heroes. Um, so I, I, I'm out of my no. characters. I don't, I don't know who else. Nope, I don't have anything else for heroes. Okay. Uh, did did Mac do anything in this episode noteworthy? I'm like, yes. I'm just trying to go through the list. Uh, I, I said we already talked about it because the only thing I wrote with is, uh, Mac argued to try to protect Yo Yo, but we talked about that with Yo Yo. Oh, that's right. Okay. Uh. So I guess he didn't team up with the Ghost Rider like he said he was going to do last episode. Yeah, I guess. I mean, he didn't 
team up personally, but I guess he was maybe just waiting there to give the message like, hey, do you still want to work with S.H.I.E.L.D.? But he said it in like a cooler way. Uh-huh. I guess. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, moving on to our villains. Villain? Yeah, 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 villain. <laughs> Eli Morrow. <laughs> All right. I ask you to what end? Dread it. Run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. It's funny, isn't it? How even the best of men can be deceived by their true nature. What the hell does that mean? That I am the ill intent. Any time, boys. Hail Hydra. Hail Hydra! Uh, where do you want to start? Um, let's start where we see him first. Uh, he goes, he's going full supervillain. Um, he doesn't pay his henchmen, except for in the diamonds that come out of their lungs. Yeah, which, I, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I don't have any words other than what you've already said. Yeah, full supervillain. Um, and I guess at that point, why did they stick around? I guess maybe they yeah. were paid in, in those diamonds and those gems. Um. Yeah, this is the first supervillain in the MCU that I can think of actually does kill their henchmen Darth Vader style. And I don't know why they don't just walk away. Yeah, grab some of those gems and then leave. Like three, four. Or don't even do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is my thought is he has a, a lung full of gems. They're bloody. They're probably even the that's even a guy that they know, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um I just even if you don't pick up the bloody gems, you walk away from the situation. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> it's possible the gems can be tracked and all that stuff, I guess maybe. Yeah. Cause I mean, how how often are people just showing up with uncut gems? Um, you know, off the street, uh, random people who don't like have a business. Who aren't who aren't Adam Sandler? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. or uh, Elon Musk. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm figuring uh, um, Adam Sandler was in that movie Uncut Gems. Don't know what's about, but I'm sh- I think <laughs> oh, it was okay. about this situation. He was one of the guys. Oh, okay. It's actually, an MCU movie. <laughs> Wait, what? I've never heard of this movie. It's um a drama that came out. I think on Netflix. Earlier this year, 2020 has been really long, so it might have been 2019. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's like this drama about Adam Sandler plays this guy who I think bets on basketball games. Kevin Garnett, who was the power forward for the Timberwolves back in the early 2000s, isn't it? I don't know what it's about. Um, Sandler got some <laughs> Oscar buzz for it. Oh, all right. I pulled up the Wikipedia. What you've said sounds about right. Then he starts owing people money and stuff like that from gambling. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. Okay. I w- <laughs> there weren't enough superheroes in it. I didn't watch it. <laughs> gotcha. Uh, all right. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, Morrow's super villain-ness, um, he's an incredibly power superhero, but he's also taken out in one episode. So he's not mm-hmm. as smart as he thinks, I guess, is, is probably one of the definite things to say because he 
he wasn't as careful. He was just like completely wrapped up in in his work and doing, I guess, whatever it is he was going to do, because we never find out 100% exactly what he was going to do. Yeah, I don't know what he was going to do either. I I think it was okay that he was taken out this quickly, because it take, took all the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and Ghost Rider and a super robot. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely agree. It's just, it's one of those things like, you know, it's, it, in my mind, I'm always comparing things like the TV show level versus the movie level. Um, yeah. And, you know, this is something that, like, you know, if if he were more powerful, this would be movie level. But, like, he's definitely TV show level. But also, at the same time, like, you know, last season, Hive, he got, like, a whole half season of stuff. But that was, like, a whole separate thing. And he was smarter about it. He used resources. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus, in this case, Morrow, like, like you said, he's full supervillain. He's killing his own lackeys and giving them gems. And you know what? Maybe they did leave. Maybe those two guys that brought in Coulson, maybe they were the only ones who decided to stick around. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, I, I, I like Morrow in this as much as we get of him. Um, because... It gets a little exhausting. Hive got a little exhausting, I think. Oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I just I I think fewer um fewer episodes but like having more villains is the way to go in this type of show. I agree. Yeah, I I think I and I, I don't want to say like this was bad, but I I guess my my criticism of it is like he shows up with power for one episode for, well, okay, I guess at the, the very end of one episode, he shows up and he has some power. The next episode, mm-hmm. he's in it for like 30 seconds and kills some people. And then this episode, he's actually in it for a bit. He's, I don't know, five, ten minutes of screen time, maybe. Yeah. Um, and, and then he's gone, right? So there's no buildup of him as an actual villain, right? Like, we got more oh, no, scary villain, how are they going to stop uh, them with, you know, other things? Hell, we, we got more of that with, um, I already forgot their names, the the ghosts, right, that, that were around earlier in the yeah. season. Yeah, so, and, and I think that's it, right? Like, one of the things we get so used to with the TV show is that we do get the background story and, and things like that. And, well, we just didn't get much of, of it. Like, mm-hmm. so much so that I completely forgot that, he was a villain until we saw it again <laughs> in this season in in this rewatch i mean that is a problem yeah i remember him vaguely <laughs> i remember this i remember this happening and i knew it was the uncle but i don't remember like that he was a scientist and all this other stuff <laughs> yeah all right um um, let's see. We get a little bit about his motivation that pretty much uh racial discrimination. They thought he wasn't good enough, it sounded mm-hmm. like. And then uh, then he uh, becomes yeah. Oh, I, go go ahead. <laughs> no, yeah, I was gonna say, like, I mean, yeah, I mean definitely if that's something that you have to deal with for probably years, right? Um I mean he has a PhD, so he he's been in the, the field for a long time. It probably happened even as he was working on on all of that stuff, so like, um, you know, decades of resentment. So yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, it, it makes sense to want power. It doesn't make sense to kill people, but, you know, that's a whole other thing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they tell him that he's creating the earthquakes, and he doesn't believe him, because now he's a climate change demi- denier. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's changing the climate, or at least the tectonic movement of the Earth, but he doesn't like the results, so he denies it. Well, he's he's an engineer. He's not a scientist, right? A scientist wants all the data. They got to figure things out. Like, okay, this makes sense. An engineer is just making things. And if there are some repercussions, like, well, yeah, I guess, but hopefully that's someone else's problem. So <laughs> that's terrifying, but true. Uh, yeah, unfortunately. Yep. <laughs> and then he's dragged to hell. And never seen from again. Sorry, spoilers. I mean, until the Ghost Rider movie. <laughs> That's true, yeah. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Alright. Um, that's it I have for tomorrow. Unless you have okay. anything else. Um, yeah, nothing. I mean, I've said uh, my whole piece about him. Um, he's the only villain, right? Yeah. Okay. I, I wasn't sure about Ada with her weird stuff. Well, I guess she's in the chair i think she's got in a chair because like she doesn't do anything villainous until the very last scene but she's very helpful before that okay cool that sounds good yeah. all right well then in that case let's take a quick break pay some bills all that stuff welcome to baston robbins would you like to try our mango fruit blast and jerry's named a flavor after me so start graving hazelnuts not bad for your consideration the chair Tony, what does everyone want? Oxygen. That's right. Money for nothing. Now, our partners at Dire Gems aren't giving away money for nothing, but they can sell you a kit to get gems for free. You're probably at home right now thinking, we gotta install microwave ovens, custom kitchen deliveries. I wish I could get money for nothing. Maybe even gems for free. Well, with Dire Gems, you can't get money for nothing but you can get it for pretty darn cheap. Just send away for their gem kit, follow the instructions to create them inside your body, uh, your stomach, I think, and in a few short weeks, you'll be expelling priceless gems. Just remember to check your uh, uh, droppings. And don't overdo it. The results could be bad, like gems in your lungs or other places. Use promo code I want my MCU to get a free sample kit that's guaranteed to get one micro gem. It's money for nothing, and the gems are free. Where do you find these sponsors of yours, Al? <laughs> you know, they find me. It's weird. I get all these emails. Uh, I check my uh, junk email. I know most people don't, but... Uh, um, yeah, I go through. There it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, the, these sponsors are just really bad at uh, finding people, I guess because no one actually checks their, their spam filter. That's so. true. There you true. go. Yeah. Alright. Uh, moving on to the guy in the chair. <laughs> guy in the chair. I think that's what I want to do. Is help people. With abilities. No, 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 no. Not those three wombats. No way. Alright, uh, who do you want to start with? Ada or somewhere else? Um, I've only got Mason Ada. So we can start with Ada. Okay. Sounds good. Um, um, why, oh why, 
did he make her feel pain? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) This uh, is a Return of the Jedi question. Why would you make a robot feel pain? Um... Okay, so she she does give a good reason, right? Like, because one of her possible scenarios would be going in and being shot like a real person. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you want to keep the ruse, that makes sense. Um, and maybe for empathy, if she's learning like a human, she will see that humans also feel pain like she feels pain. Did you ever watch A Good Place? Oh, yeah. A Good Place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Oh, what's her name? Janice. Yeah. uh, Does not feel pain or terror or anything, but they program her to so that you don't kill her. She could be programmed to act that way. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's probably a better way. But then she's not learning. Yeah. I mean, if it's an AI that has to... If it's an AI that has to learn, I mean... Like, oh, we don't know. touch the stove, because it hurts. We know what Ada learns. She learns to be bad. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I assume. She kills Nathanson. <laughs> ah, poor Nathanson. Yeah. No one liked him, so I wasn't that sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, he's... If you if you looked at what he was wearing, now he had a suit on. But if you look really closely underneath the suit, his shirt was red. Oh yeah, that's fair. Yeah, it, it wasn't really. I'm making that up. Well, but, it, yeah. it was definitely red after she killed him. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then we find out that she kept May hostage. And in my opinion, it looks like she's been a hostage since um. Since uh, she was like brought back to life, really? So that's what you're thinking? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Okay. Especially since, um, like, just this is basing it on mostly that she's in the same gown that she was in, um, when she was being taken care of by Ada, and the only time she would have been with Ada, um, by themselves. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, that's the only time by themselves that we've seen. Um, I guess there could have been other times. <clears throat> but so you're thinking, so all right. So my assumption is, and is that Ada's spiral into bad robotness mm-hmm. started J. J. around Adams. the time. Yep, started around the time that she read the Darkhold. Um, so you're thinking that she already had that idea a long time ago, and like. The dark hole just like opened things way up for her. Like, is that basically kind of what you're saying? Yes, especially since um, May or possibly Robo May is the one who facilitated her getting the dark hole. She brought the dark hole to Radcliffe and Ada. Okay, that's true. But if uh, I mean the. I like your. I like to think that. Like I would like to think that that is uh, really what happened. However, um, in last week's episode, uh, we saw more emotion from May um, when she was by herself. Right there was the scene where she was on the Zephyr, 
uh, and she mm-hmm. was debating, like she she was talking out loud to Coulson, like he she didn't know he was there, um, or maybe she did actually know he was there. Um, that would definitely change that. But you know, th- th- mm-hmm. we saw her uh, talking, saying things like, "No, you can't be gone." Oh, maybe this can help. Maybe the dark hole can help because. Um, yeah, yeah, but having an emotional May is out of character for May. <laughs> That's true. And it would be like if she was programmed by a machine, the machine would assume the human's emotional. Hmm. That's true, but at the same time, she doesn't know how emotional. But yeah, okay, that's a good point. We also don't know like how much brain grafting works too. Like how many of May's memories? Because she has to have given May some number of memories. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll get some answers to that later. But yeah, all right. I. Like I said, I like where you're going with that. I just don't know if it fits as well. Well, no, fits. It wasn't in any of those names. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it when I said that. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I mean that—that's my theory until going forward. It has been May since Ada was being her nurse. Okay. Or maybe he's been the robot. Which is quite a while. Um, yeah. And and I'm trying to remember like things that have happened since then. And I'm wondering, because it, it kind of feels like Ada has grown since then as a, like having personality and stuff like that. Or maybe not. Maybe she's exactly the same. I can't remember. And, and she has grown. She's becoming like more... Human, like she's understanding humor and stuff like that for the first time, and that's just a byproduct of her being a learning AI. Oh yeah. Well, we'll find out, or we'll never bring. We won't remember this next week, one or the <laughs> other. Definitely one of those two. <laughs> yeah. For people who run a podcast that's all about continuity of the MCU, we have bad continuity in our conversations. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, there's there's a lot of different continuity. A lot of Yeah. A lot of retconning too and things and then yeah. It's true. Uh, Alright, all I don't I don't have anything else for Ada. All my notes were really just that that stuff at the end. Yeah, and that's it for me too. <laughs> Alright. Uh so then Doctor or not Doctor, uh Director Mace. Yeah, um, we find out through him that Sokovi Accords also bring up um the AI, androids in general. Yeah, yeah. So visions a okay, but everyone else no. Uh, yeah, I guess I I don't uh, maybe Stark vouch for him or something. I don't know. Um, may uh yeah, I don't know. maybe maybe they they've got like a failsafe on him that he doesn't know about. It's some weird thing. I'm. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I agree. I mean, yeah. if there were a failsafe, don't you think they would have pulled that in Infinity War? <laughs> well, well, no, because they they needed to get the gem. Oh yeah, like that. That was the important part, not killing him. Like, that's true. Hmm. But uh, maybe it'd be easier to take out the gem uh, with him off. I don't know. <laughs> uh, eh, yeah, I uh, yeah, yeah, I've got nothing. <laughs> We'll talk about that in 43 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so again, Sokovia Accords, 
just uh, throw throw it in there for because I guess it makes some sense. Um, mm-hmm. At least, like I, I feel like the Sokovia Accords are really only ever mentioned in Agents of Shield. Uh, I think they're probably mentioned once or twice in Infinity War, and that's about it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I'm sure they're going to be mentioned in Black Widow. Yeah, that makes sense. That's like right after the signing, right, or pretty close after. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I, you know, I hope I hope it's brought up more in like other um, MCU TV shows. I think it'd be more likely, honestly. Oh yeah, definitely. Like it, it makes a lot of sense that that's where that kind of thing would show up, right? Like talking about multiple people with powers and like everyday mm-hmm. situations. So. Do you think, I mean, after Endgame, are they even enforcing it anymore? And if they are, did Doctor Strange have to sign it? <laughs> I, uh, I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, exactly, questions. like that's one of those things, right? And, and did Peter Parker ever have to sign it? Uh, T'Challa? Um, actually, no, he was for it. But did he tell the, oh, did he tell the world that he is the Black Panther? Or is no. he still keeping that a secret? <sighs> I, I think he did. I think that was the assumption at the end, the post credit scene of Black Panther, was when they were go- open up Wakanda. He's part of that. Oh, okay. I I thought that part was still a secret. Like I just assumed that they were going to start sharing other technology, like a better Starbucks or something. I don't know. The Sokovia <laughs> Accords just mess everything up. <laughs> they do. They really do. Uh, they broke up the Avengers and other bad things too. Yes. All right. Um, Mace. <laughs> yes, yeah, Mace. Uh, I, I've got nothing else. I mean, going back again, you know, smart leader kind of thing. Um, yeah. You know, he 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 likes what an LMD can do. Um, mm-hmm. So he wants Radcliffe to keep working on that under shield supervision. So at least doing things the smart way. Like, all right, let's bring this in so we can have some control of it and oversight. Yeah. I mean... Yeah, and he really wants it to be a team. He is so sad that it's not a team. <laughs> They're not a team that trusts. They're an organization with a rainbow of... I forget what it is. Credentials of access? Uh, rainbow spectrum. security or something like that? Oh, yeah. No. yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he, he joins the team in the field, right? And he protects oh, yeah. Daisy. Yeah, well, because he trusts, he trusts uh-huh. Daisy, and he trusts the rest of the team who does trust her. Yeah, I I think Al. At this point, we can officially move Mace to the hero section for next week, or two weeks from now because we're not covering him <laughs> next week. Yeah, that's true. Okay, okay, I think that's good. Uh, I keep putting him in the hero section, forgetting <laughs> that he's a guy in the chair. So even easier for me. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's like he was in the office chair this entire time, like metaphorically. But now he's in the field fighting with the heroes. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. He had his, he has a suit. He has a superhero suit. Mm-hmm. And I guess he doesn't have a name, but eh, not that bad. Um, I mean, we call... I've called him the Patriot. Do they not call him that yet? <laughs> I, I don't think that has shown up. Oh, uh... There's an episode called that. I know that. Yeah. So, spoiler alert. I uh, he does get that name later in the season. He does actually 
go by that name for something. Um, but I think I know what you're talking about. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so, so spoilers yeah. for later in the season. But until then, I guess his his superhero name would be Director Mace. Well, yeah, I mean, Phil Coulson's superhero name is Agent Coulson, so I guess <laughs> it's fair. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, his first name is Agent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a 007, right? Like, yep. Exactly, because, you like know, James Phil- Bond's real name is... 007. Yeah. yeah. I was going somewhere uh, with that, and then I forgot, and I think we're both just trailing off. We're tired. Yep. Um, yep. You're ready to just rate the episode. Uh, I do have something in the 12% of the plan, though. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. the whole Sokovia Accords thing was my only 12%, so I completely uh, forgot about that. But yeah, yeah, let's go with that. 12%. Um, <laughs> Stark Tower is your baby. Give yourself 12% with credit. 12%. An argument can be made for 15. 12%? Well, I my baby? did do all the heavy lifting. Literally, I lifted the heavy things. You know, I'm 12 minutes older than you. <laughs> Go. What percentage? I don't know. 12%. 12%? <laughs> that is not a plan. It's barely a concept. You're taking their side? I am Groot. So what? It's better than 11%. What the hell does that have to do with anything? There's no doubt they killed a lot of people in this episode. Um... Yo-Yo was removing guns from the bad guys and giving them a fill. Uh, Mac was axing people. You don't have an icer for an axe. Uh, <laughs> that punch that Mace does to the guy in the end definitely killed that man. Yeah, the, the punch that sends him flying 20 feet. <laughs> yep. And again, these were just regular guys who were working for a bad guy. So there goes our theory of them only using against... Super powered people. Yeah, they they really do kill indiscriminately. I think I think their default is to just use the kill bullets, and then every mm-hmm. so often someone's like, "Hey, we got another shipment of the icer bullets in. I guess we'll use them this week." Uh, but they only ever buy like twenty at a time. It's kind of like whoever buys them just wants people to die. They're very sadistic that way. Yeah. And um, my other uh, thing I have in here is um, we're not sure where this takes place in the whole like timeline of Doctor Strange. Uh-huh. But where the hell was either Strange or the Ancient One? Because this is something they should be dealing with is Darkhold's crap. <laughs> uh, you're, you're right. Um, I mean... If the Darkhold has been missing for so long, like it's not like Doctor Strange or any of the sorcerers probably know where it is. Um, yeah, but we don't they have a way to tell when people are pulling power from other dimensions. Maybe, maybe which is not. What Morrow's doing. <laughs> well, isn't that exactly what um, uh, Kaecilius was doing? He's pulling power from the mirror dimension, right? And or yeah. the dark dimension. Like they didn't just know. He where he was because he was doing that. That's true. I feel like they should have been keeping tabs on this. Yeah, well, maybe that's something that eventually Doctor Strange will figure out. Like, that would be a, a very useful ability. Evil yeah. magic radar. Yeah, I mean, he knew exactly where Thor is as soon as Thor and Loki were as soon as he shows up in New York. That's because he has a Twitter account. That's true. Or Instagram People or whatever. Because he selfies. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, 
That's what he has Wong do all day. It's just check <laughs> social media. <laughs> and Wong is okay with that now. <laughs> yeah. Totally. There's there's no material in um online pictures. They're all digital. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Alright, that's all I had. Me ranting about where the hell is Doctor Strange. <laughs> Alright, well then in that case, let's rate the episode. I know my value. Anyone else's opinion doesn't really matter. Earth just lost your best defender. So we're here to fight. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Strongest Avenger. Access denied. Damn you, Stark. Banner. Welcome, Strongest Avenger. Oh, what? Tony. Let's say, how many gems do you rate this episode? What kind of gems? Uncut uh, gems? Definitely uncut. Gems. Completely okay. uncut. But will be priceless once they are cut. I would give this one four out of five uncut gems. Um, Mostly because I really, really enjoyed this episode, but they didn't like let Ghost Rider off the carbon sticks. Like, he didn't get to do his big climactic stuff. Yeah, uh, I'm with you. It it always sucks when, like, the really cool thing is happening, and we don't get to see all of the action. Like, it, it mm-hmm. feels like, like I'm missing something. Yeah. What do you, what, what do you give this rating? Oh, sorry. Uh, same, same thing. Four. Oh, okay. For literally the exact same reasons. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay that was easy yeah. all right well everybody join us next time when we cover the youtube miniseries agents of shield slingshot which you can find in uh conveniently placed on youtube in a playlist made by abc um it is something that happens i assume after this episode focusing on yo-yo and remember to follow us on Twitter and give us that rating and um, any other things we ask you to do. You should do the, all of them. As always, this is the Marvel Cinematic Rewind for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 4, Episode 8, The Laws of Inferno Dynamics. Signing off. Have a marvelous day.